It says the dead in Christ rise first. And right. that is when our bodies, the body that my sons and church members, or whenever I die, they will carry that casket out. That body will be placed in the ground, mm-hmm. but that body will rise. Right. Right. That's what First Thessalonians 4 says. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to be ignorant about those who have fallen asleep. It is Wednesday, November 18th, and you're listening to A Word of Grace. Derek, you ready to go? Absolutely. <laughs> you had the giggles on the last... Uh, <laughs> no, we. Uh, the way I just started the podcast reminded me of what we talked about a couple of weeks ago in church when we said those old commercials that used to say, it's 8 o'clock, do you know where your children are? Yes. And I was, <laughs> as I reflect upon that now, I can't imagine somebody sitting in their easy chair with a bowl of Cheetos and a Coke and... And hearing that and saying, hey, honey, where are the kids? I just remembered. <laughs> I don't know what the point of that was. Like, maybe just to remind people about, I don't know. That's a strange way to start. But Wednesday already. Um, and middle of November. Boy, the year is coming to a close, and we're thankful for God's blessing. Uh, we want to continue what we talked about in the last podcast. And again, um, the scripture and and well, we will not be dogmatic because the scripture is dogmatic, not dogmatic right. on some of these things. But we want to ask ourselves a couple more questions about okay, when I and let's just jump right into it. When I when I open my eyes, if I have eyes, right? Because we ta- we kind of right. ended last time about mm-hmm. a body, but uh, leaving it as either we will have some sort of temporary body or our souls will function somewhat as a body. We will we'll right. leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what should I expect? Um, will we remember? Will we remember things in heaven? Do you think? I believe we'll remember things. Why do you think that? Well, uh, first of all, we'd have to remember the redemptive work of Christ on on the earth. He saved us from something, and I'd have to think that uh, there were things that I did that were that warranted uh, separation from God, but because of His redemptive work, I will be in His presence. Yeah. Um, the guy in Luke 16 remembered he had five brothers. Yes. You know, so it's, it's not like your existence is completely mm-hmm. changing. Uh, one thing that struck me that was said is we're going to have to give an account for the things we've done. And Scripture even says every idle word. Every idle word. So I think our memories are going to be almost enhanced, mm-hmm. in a sense, if we're going to have those... Um, uh, you know, there's no way we're going to know less in heaven than we did on earth. We will right. have memories. Mm-hmm. We will have knowledge. Will we recognize each other, do you think? Absolutely, I believe we will. How do you ba- what do you base that on? Well, I'm going to base it upon the transfiguration. I was going to, too. Go ahead. You know, the fact that uh, when Christ pulled back the, uh, the earthly veil and showed his glory momentarily to, uh, to Peter and to John, uh, on the Mount of Transfiguration, and of course uh, Moses and uh, Elijah, yeah, uh, right? yeah, were yeah. there, and they were recognizable. Yeah, they didn't have you name know. tags on. No, and, exactly. but Peter knew who they were. Absolutely. Um, and the thing is, is he knew who they were, <laughs> and he'd never met them. Right. That's before. that. That's pretty clear. Like, um, I think we can take from that, again, speculation. That we'll know people in heaven that we had not met before. Yeah, I believe there, it. and that'll be part of the joy of heaven. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we will, uh, we, I think back to uh, David when his, when his son uh, that he had with um, Bathsheba, Bathsheba mm-hmm. uh, died. Mm-hmm. He said, after, after it was learned that he died, he stopped mourning. And the people were confused at that. And he says, well, why should I mourn for him? Now he is gone and I will go to him. Go to him. Well, there's no, there's no joy in going to him if you not have a conscious awareness of right. being with him. Mm-hmm. And the same thing can be said about Christ. Truly, today you will be with me in paradise. Mm-hmm. Well, what good is being together in an unconscious state? Or mm-hmm. he wasn't talking about the grave and our bodies just being together. Mm-hmm. There would be a knowledge and a remembrance of one another. Um, and how did Lazarus and even the rich man recognize Abraham? Right, right. So we can be assured that we will remember things in heaven, that we will, the people we, I think the people we loved in this life, we will love them in heaven already, yes. of course. We will not have spouses in heaven. Scripture right. tells us there's no marriage in heaven. But uh, our relatives, our family, our friends, there, that will be, that will be something that will continue on in heaven. I, I think you'd agree with that, wouldn't you? Yes, I, and I think of the first and foremost, the greatest paradigm would be the relationship within the Trinity. Yeah, uh, there are going to be relationships in heaven, mm-hmm. and how can you have a relationship if you don't know someone? Yeah, yeah, those things are all comforting things. Um, Going to heaven shouldn't be a scary or fearful thing. Right. And I think sometimes it is because people, you talked about kind of the puffs of smoke last time. People kind of think it's going to be like this ethereal, abstract existence. It's Mm -hmm. going to be a physical place, and and we're up in the air about bodies, but but a physical place where we'll recognize people, Mm -hmm. we will be at home, we will not only recognize people we knew, but recognize people we didn't know, and the people we loved will be the same people, but our love will be pure and intensified, unstained Mm -hmm. by sin. Um, Those are fantastic things. It just kind of, it kind of, it's encouraging even to think about that. Um, My dad is in heaven. Um, I mean, just, just a joy to think about. Sure. But that's that shouldn't be our highest right. thrill of heaven. Mm-hmm. It's of course Christ. But question here's another question. And we've already talked about this a little bit. Do people in heaven <coughs> excuse me, are they aware of what's going on on earth? Uh I personally don't think so, even though many retreat to the passage in uh Hebrews eleven, the heroes uh hall of fame or a hall of fame of faith or whatever you want to call it. And this great cloud of witnesses is supposedly looking down upon us, seeing what we're doing. I don't believe that at all. I believe that when that statement was being made, uh, it was saying that their lives gave testi- give testimony to us. Their, their heroism in the faith, uh, in the lives that they lived back then, give testimony to us now. I don't believe that they're up there looking down at yeah. us. I'm sorry, I hope that cough didn't come out on the tape. But yeah, I had that same passage written down. Like, we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. It's not that they are witnessing our life, but their testimony witnesses to us, their life witnesses to us. Um, The the only, I read a little bit on this too, is that how it says there is rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and there are some who do believe that, you know, you can... But when you consider people in heaven, they're, they're, if they are at least aware of what's going on, they're not, that's not their priority. It's not right. their concern. Um, I, was, I was pretty... I really like Erwin Lutzer's book, uh, One Minute After You Die. He's really pastoral about it, and he said... He, he relates this story about a seven-year-old girl who lost her grandfather. Do you remember that part in that book? Yeah, and says, and says, can I, do you think I can ask Jesus to tell my grandfather something? You know, and I think it was, I think it was actually, it was him or a pastor who was being asked this question. He thought, well, there's, there's nothing really in scripture that would forbid us from asking that. Um, and if Christ wants to carry that out or whatever, but I don't, I don't think we should be in the habit of doing that. That that's a seven-year-old right. doing that. Um, that's a that's a. It's it's not like every day a person should wake up and say, "Lord." Well, first of all, we can totally eliminate praying to that person who's gone. Right. We, we know we're not going to talk to the dead, mm-hmm. but. If a person wakes up every day and says, Lord, I, I miss, you know, my brother or my husband, my wife, whatever it might be, would you just tell them today that I love them? You know, I, I don't know if that's a habit a Christian should be getting into right. in right. the sense like using Jesus like this little messenger right. to talk to us. Um, the, the, the thing about eternity and this life is that this life is so short, Yes, it is. And to be absent from our friends or family members that we've lost, our priority now should not be like, in a sense, trying to communicate with these who have gone on. Let them enjoy the glories of heaven and let us be busy about the things in this life. Now, I wouldn't say that a person who does that once or twice is wrong in doing that. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably Mm -hmm. a fair way to grieve. You know, Lord, uh, you know, I didn't get to say goodbye to my whatever. Would you just let them know I love them, and then move mm-hmm. on from that. But I think a lingering on that. Would you? Do you kind of follow what I'm saying there? Uh, yes, I, I am following. Total you. speculation, but we're just again, I think it diminishes uh, what we think heaven is to be. You know, and I like how you said that uh, we should not look at Christ as a, a messenger boy to where he's running to a loved one. Telegram. Yeah. You know, this is from your yeah. loved one on earth. I, I, I don't think that they're even thinking on that uh, spiritual yeah. plane. Yeah. Um, how old will we be in heaven? Will we, we will recognize each other. Will we, will we age in heaven? These are questions. Maybe you have an answer. I was unable I to come up with an answer. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think we can answer that question. Um we 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 can say that uh, we will. What's the song say? When we've been there ten thousand years, I don't think we're going to age in the same way as right. we did in this life. I mean, in a sense, age and the effects of age are a part of the, the sinful it's curse. A curse. Yeah. Um, I I would say that. Well, let, let's talk about. Let's move on to this then, because we're kind of getting into that. So, our understanding of the. Of, of going to heaven is that when we die, we go immediately into the presence of God. Right. Check? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there we wait in that intermediate heaven mm-hmm. in whatever state 
we 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 kind of debated that, but whatever state we're going to be in, um, worshiping the Lord, um, existing in that peaceful rest, right. reunion with friends and family, waiting for Christ's return mm-hmm. to the earth. Right. Okay. And this is not this is not a study on eschatology, so we're not going to necessarily talk about the rapture, or the end times, but. When that happens, when we we would believe it's at the rapture, when Christ returns, it says the dead in Christ rise first, and right. that is when our bodies, the body that my sons and church members, or whenever I die, they will carry that casket out. That body will be placed in the ground, mm-hmm. but that body will rise. Right, right. That's what First Thessalonians four says. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to be ignorant about those who have fallen asleep. Right. You want to speak about that phrase, falling asleep, because it doesn't mean a non-existence. Right. Uh, and Paul uses this, and, and other writers use this, uses this beautiful uh, euphemism uh, for death. Obviously, the, the believer dies just like the unbeliever right. dies, but the believer's body is placed in the ground, and it is said of that body that he is asleep, mm-hmm. because one day he will be awakened by... The, the trump of God, the voice of, of the archangel, mm. uh, sounding reveille more or less to call us out of the grave. And then that body be, will be reunited with the spirit and transformed at the same time to be fitted for heaven. And that's when we will transition out of whatever that temporary intermediate state was to be united again with this very body. Right. And that can bring up all kinds of, I'm not trying to be juvenile, but all kinds of questions. Okay, so some saints have been gone for 2,000 years. Yes, yes. Their bones are not even in existence mm-hmm. anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, their location of their bodies. For, for us, it's kind of like, oh, okay, that cemetery over on 34 Mile Road, yeah, we, we can understand that right. you know, a couple bodies in there are decaying a little bit, but they're going to kind of restore to mm-hmm. full strength. But... Uh, Many people now are cremated. Their ashes right. are scattered over water or in mm-hmm. the air. Or, uh, you know, I can remember being in Bible class and junior hires saying, well, what about a guy who has his arm bitten off by a shark? You know, or, you mm-hmm. know, what would that arm regenerate itself? Or, uh, Well, the Lord knows where every molecule that's, is. That's right. You know? that's, the that's, that's, that's the bottom line. And it's a miracle that's happening, sure, okay? Sure. Where, where, however that happens, it will be this very body. Mm-hmm that unites with mm-hmm. our souls and then is glorified and transformed to be like his glorified body, mm-hmm. which is the only picture we have of a glorified body. Right. Go ahead. Uh, just to say something else on the sleep issue. Okay. Uh, I think about the beautiful word coimetarian. It's where we get the word cemetery from. And it literally means a more or less a, a an inn, like you go to stay in a hotel and you sleep, hmm. only to be awakened. Mm-hmm. And so we will experience that as believers. We die, our bodies go in the grave, our spirit goes to be with the Lord who gave it. And on that day, on that great getting up morning, as they say, and yeah. the resurrection, that body will come out of the grave. It will reunite with the spirit that, that was with God in heaven and be transformed into a brand new body that is like Jesus Christ. Praise God, you're kind of preaching there. Um, yeah. So here's some here's some verses. Let's we we got about five more minutes. First um, Corinthians fifteen thirty five. Someone will ask, "How are the dead raised? With what body do they come?" 
you foolish person, what you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare kernel, perhaps of wheat or some other grain. But God has given it a body as he has chosen, and to each kind of seed its own body. Skipping down to verse 42. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There are four statements, contradictory statements that are made that we'll have about four minutes to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's used, it's a planting metaphor. You put a kernel in the ground and that kernel actually dies and then life comes from that seed. Mm-hmm. So the picture that Paul is writing about here is the body is sown into the ground. Right. But it's going to be raised somewhat different. There are four contrasts here. Okay. Um, verse number 42 is sown it is perishable, and it is raised imperishable. What do we think about that? What is this contrast all about? Sown. Per- yeah, go question. ahead. Yep. Okay. Uh, obviously, it's sown perishable, meaning uh, these human frail bodies die. Yep. They get sick and they die. But when it is transformed in the resurrection, it will be a new body. It will be the, the, the body that belonged to you, but it will be changed to where it will never perish again. In fact, down to verse 54, it says, when the perishable puts on imperishable, the mortal puts on immortality. immortality. Right now, we're subject to death. Right. You and I could catch COVID. You and I could catch pneumonia. You yes. and I could develop leukemia. Our bodies are subject to those things. Right. The resurrected body is not. not the resurrected body, that. and again, that's coming in the future. That's, you don't get that after death. That, everybody understands that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second contrast in 1 Corinthians 15, it is sown in dishonor, raised in glory. What are your thoughts there? Okay, well, at this time, the body is sown. It was a sinful body, mm. but it is being raised in honor, meaning that that body will, will have been glorified. Yeah, that, that is in, in what we can basically understand from the glorified body of Christ is he ate food. Yes. He was recognized. Yes. He still had the scars. I don't know if we will have scars. I think the only scars will be his. Maybe Jesus not. Christ. I mean, I hit myself with a hatchet in my knee. Will I still uh, have that scar? I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's questionable. Mm-hmm. But the scars of Christ must be right. must remain because they're a memorial. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, I personally don't believe that we will have yeah. any scars. I don't think we'll have any blemishes right. at all. Right. Uh, that's because we have been transformed. Right. Two more, and we got to move quickly. It says it's sown in weakness, raised in power. You think about that? Well, I, I think that was pretty obvious. Again, mm-hmm. we're, we're susceptible to so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're even tired right yeah. now as we yeah. speak. Right. Uh, we won't experience that in the new bodies. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You know, we get down to the nitty gritty. Like the real curious questions: Will we take naps in heaven? Will we t- and now we're talking about the full and final heaven. Right. Will we take naps? Not because we need to. Right. Right. It's funny, I, you know, I, was, I don't remember which writer I was reading, but he was saying that, yes, we will eat in heaven, but we will eat for the enjoyment of it, mm-hmm. not for nourishment mm-hmm. or sustenance. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty, pretty good as a basic one. And then um, natural and spiritual. Uh, it is sown a natural body, which is suited for this world, mm-hmm. but now the spiritual body, which is suited for the next. It's, it's such a... 
it's such a neat contrast and a great analogy. Of course, it's a Holy Spirit-inspired analogy about putting something in the ground yes. and expecting yes. something different. Mm. And it's kind of the same, mm-hmm. right? Bodies right. are kind of the same, but ultimately different. And the and beauty of that is only God can do that. Yeah. Only God can bring life from death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the whole basis for that in 1 Corinthians 15 is the resurrection of our Lord. Amen. Because without his resurrection, none of us have the hope of resurrection. Mm-hmm. So even just talking about these things, you know, we both kind of came in today on a downer. Right. But right. reflecting on these things has been good for me, and I hope me for too. people who have listened and it's been a joy to talk about. We probably will have three or four more discussions about heaven. I think the next time we meet on, uh, on uh, Friday, we will begin to discuss what the full and final eternity will be like. Right. Um, it, it, it's kind of like when you're getting excited about a trip, and you oh, man, I can't wait to go to wherever it is, their trip. And when you start talking about the reality of heaven, it, it only, right. only can kind of mm-hmm. make you feel ready to go. Mm-hmm. Maybe not right now, but, mm-hmm. but especially when you see the world becoming darker and darker right. and anticipating heaven is just a sweet, yeah. sweet thing. You took the words right out of my mouth. It just made me think heaven is going to be a lot sweeter uh, as we just think of all the things that we're experiencing now. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse. Yep. So the reality is, is we have to look forward to the day when Christ will uh, wake us up and, and, and transform our earthly bodies into heavenly bodies, and we spend all of eternity with Him. A good way to end. Thanks, Derek. And we'll talk to you, Lord willing, on Friday. <laughs>